Season three of Closure Airs is sponsored by Nurses at Heart, who reminds you when choosing your professional nursing service, please choose carefully. Your patient's well-being and your facility's good name hang in the balance. For all the right reasons, Nurses at Heart is the right choice. Nurses at Heart is a temporary nursing staffing agency that is dedicated to providing you with the absolute best health care staffing available. Nurses at Heart has per diem work in multiple states such as Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina, Georgia, and Louisiana. Nurses at Heart also hires RNs, LPNs, med techs, PCAs, dietary aides, receptionists, and maintenance for assisted living and skilled nursing facilities. Nurses at Heart also offers weekly pay with experience-based pay rates, meaning the more experience you have, the more potential for higher base pay. Lastly, if you're looking to travel with your work experience, Nurses at Heart also offers travel pay. So whether you're in PA with Close Your Ears or the DMV area, the Carolinas, Georgia, or even Louisiana, just get on www.nursesatheartstaffing.com to learn more about staffing your facility or your own employment needs. Nurses at Heart is a proud sponsor of Close Your Ears Season 3. Back to the show. She gon' probably have to take it You wanted what's some love, baby, if I'm not mistaken You should know he told you lies when he told you he was changed Money make your tears dry, girl, I told you I ain't basic She said, get a word to me But your man's won't say a word to me I know you're in love with me Let me keep you company You know I'm gon' get it if I want it I don't care, I'm balling still regardless yeah. Right now I'm number one, feel like harder Or like rookie D-Rose on ballin' Like a swing, didn't want it just a fling, not me. Got them all big wrecks in my jeans. Know that joint too fat, but I'll see me. If you ask to say these other niggas goof, if you walk up to it, I know right you look stupid. It's like being on my block when I know gap will keep you too. I'm from that side where my niggas never act, we just do it. So if I say it, then I mean it. I'm in the air, I'm talking game, now she cheesy. I left that other hoe on red and say I seen it. And she go just drop dead, that's on Jesus. I won't let her have my heart, she gon' probably have to take it. You, know you wanted what's some love, baby, if I'm not mistaken. She know he told you lies when he told you he was trying money. Make your tears dry, girl, I told you I ain't basic. She said, get a word to me. But your man's won't say a word to me. I know you in love with me. Then I have some. I was on the block with brother, I'm talking handguns. And a hundred fifty, you can get jiggy with that. I ain't flexing, but the rose, and I got ten in the back. That's a feature for the team, why you get busy with that? She grabbed my waist, watch for the Glock, you know I came with a strap. I had her, she want that wrist, so that I'm giving it. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Y'all know what it is. It's Ice Pick, Cousin Rick, Eric Hicks, whichever name you should choose. This is the Close Your Ears Podcast, 717's number one podcast for promoting businesses, brands, entrepreneurship, 
talking that real shit. That track was company off the uh off the EP See You Then the 2000s album by Pretty Ricky. Seen you bopping your head over there a little bit, cuz. I didn't know that was Pretty Ricky. I didn't either. I'm not Pretty Ricky. Oh, I said Pretty say, Ricky. No Damn, that's Ricky Baby. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ricky, I said yeah, Pretty yeah. Ricky. You did. You said Pretty Ricky. I said Pretty Ricky. They're over with. I'm about sure. to say, if so. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm for, you see the ball on 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 on. That bad boys in Texas oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah they're, they're done with. Yeah, you I'm about to they. say they back. Nah, they is. I'm gonna get a little excited because they was pretty. They was hot back in. <laughs> but listen. It's episode 133. It's still number one on that business and entrepreneur indie charts. You know what I mean? On Good Pods. Check us out on Good Pods. Before we even go any further, whatever you listening to on now, make sure you follow, favorite, subscribe to the show, rate, comment, share on your social platforms. Let them know who you fucking with, who you listening out here in the podcast world. Sierra Diamond. Yes. What's up? Not much. I'm chilling. How about you? You chilling? Yeah. Uh, how about you? How is it? You know what? <laughs> this, this Baltimore accent going to get me through life, honey. It is. Yo, everybody love that shit, yo. <laughs> everybody love every- that shit. Yo, don't the accent, don't don't it, like, don't a motherfucker with an accent make him seem just a little bit more welcoming and, and friendlier? Ain't that crazy? You ever peeped that? You're, you know what? Especially if you're in the Harrisburg area, hell yeah! And you, you hear that, yeah? yeah. And then you hear that that crazy accent? You, fresh air. You're like, yeah, this nigga ain't set. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that way about y'all accent. Y'all, y'all have we an sound, accent. We sound yes. country. No, it's it's. Oh, I can't even explain it. Really, it's kind of like a mix between like a southern draw and also like a northern accent. It's like an in between thing y'all got going on. Like Spanglish. Yeah. Yeah, I like Listen, we got a guest today. I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself. This guest, though, I've known this guest for many, 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 many years. And when we talking about Harrisburg sports, his name's up there with some of the, not with some, with all of the legends. Track, he's hands down. When we talking track, I seen Andre Totten run. He's one of the fastest. I seen Tyrone Diggs run. He was one of the fastest. Then I seen Jawan Chisholm run. He was definitely, especially for his air. I about to say you, you caught me in a. A lot of people don't even know me for that. For track? No, because I didn't really run it in high school, right? Uh, I was talking to my dad about that the other day. Uh, I ran remember the high stepper days when all the Marcel Comins and all of them. Yeah, I would have stayed on it. I know I would have been a blazer, cause you was a blazer sure. on the football field. And you was again, you was still one of the top backs. You know what I mean? No, I stamped that. That's for sure. I try to keep it humble a lot of times, but since we on this, it's like we talking speed though. Why yeah. didn't you, you was, stay with track? Why, huh? why didn't you stay with track? I talked to my dad about this the other day, so I act like he didn't remember. So, my dad went to the work release center, like, when I was, like, 11 or 12. And he was, like, my push, my drive. Like, he was that person that can 
get me out of that uncomfortable, that 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 lazy bag. Mm. And my mom was more so like, man, boy, do what you want. <laughs> so that summer, I even asked your dad. Your dad used to. <laughs> I had, uh, I would just go find like 25 cents every time I can. Like if that's 25 pennies, if that's two dimes and a nickel, and Mr. Riles right there on 6 and Emerald, I run up there every day, I'm getting popsicles and chips for the whole summer, sodas. Mm-hmm. I just blew up that summer. And I just never went back. And then 13 came. Then 14 came. And if you know me, you know me. I got into other things. Uh-huh. You know, but I was still, I still played sports. But that's why I say my journey was a lot more different than the average sports player. Let's get into it. Break mm-hmm. it down. Break it down. That's what we're here to talk about. Break it down. Let's, so, so let's start from the beginning again. Go ahead. Tell them who you is, though, cuz. Juwan Chisholm, born and raised Hasburg, Pennsylvania. If you know, you know. Uh, played running back, Hasburg High School. From what's that? Graduated in ten, so that was oh eight to two thousand and ten. Right out there, camera artist Payne. Uh, went to college. Went to college for sure. Freshman All American. Uh, take it back even before that. Like, I was counted out at high school. I remember. Right. Oh, my foot, man, they're blown off. To this day, I still only got three toes that work. So, two toes. Three, three the, the middle three is the ones that really don't work. The outside two is the ones that work, which is the pinky toe and the big toe. Keep your balance. I guess so. So, right. people don't even know that part. So, uh, I still remember when I got shot my end of my ninth grade year. Uh Got shot, was in the hospital for 17 days. Uh, went to like 11 surgeries in like the first three days. Dang. You know what I mean? So ain't no, ain't no telling how many surgeries I really went through within that within that time frame. Uh, I got out of the hospital 17 days later. But that was just the beginning, right? Because I had a recovery process. The recovery process took damn near a year. Yeah, it took damn near a year. Uh, I was on... I was on bed rest for like the first three months when I came home. I had to have my my foot propped for elevated, elevated for so you don't get the blood clots for yeah. for a certain amount of time. Uh, and then once that got over, I was on crutches for like another six months. So I was like Damn. nine months, and I had the walking boot on after that. I had the walking boot on after that, and uh, yeah, I just I just kept believing. I still remember when I first went in. They said we're gonna cut your. We're going to amputate your foot from your ankle to your toe. I meant from your toes to your ankle. My dad said, hell no. <laughs> he said, man, my son. He be all right. Uh, said, keep nah. that motherfucker on there. He be all right. Yeah, he said, my son is, uh, my son plays sports. And you got you to gotta find something to do. Uh, so I kind of, through God and through luck, right? Two doctors stayed. Doctor, I forgot the doctor's names, man. But uh, one stayed and then the other stayed. They Talk them in the stand. They were supposed to leave that next day, literally. One was supposed to go start their own practice in Washington. Uh, not Washington, D.C., way out in Washington, out oh, west. State. Washington mm-hmm. State. And then another one was supposed to start theirs in Philadelphia. Uh, so they delayed that by 17 days. So they stayed in there, and that was the draw of my luck. Mm-hmm. They saved my foot. So hey. they saved my foot from there. And the rest was history for real. I got out. Like I said, I went through that process. Uh, went through that process. Came back my 11th grade year because my 10th grade year was done. I was out for that whole year. Came back my 11th grade year. Uh, I went out for the summertime. 
And uh, I was doing good. I still remember one vivid memory. If it wasn't for my cousin Blue, God rest his soul, he ended up uh, Tarina Fields was his dad. Mm. The one that passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my cousin. So I never really, I don't think I ever met her, but my cousin Blue was her dad. Uh, he was her coach that year. He was like, I was on the field. I was making cuts. I was just doing everything. It's come after getting shot, though. So I come out. I'm on the field making cuts. I'm doing everything. And uh, something just, it just didn't feel like the regular me from before. But that was just a process I had to go through to, like, getting get, your feel yeah, back. Yeah, getting my feel back because it's not the same feel. Uh, I was about to walk off the field. I still remember. I still remember one time when uh, he was like, man, now nah, you look good. Keep going. That was all I kind of needed. Really, the rest is history. Uh, 11th grade year, I came out, ran 4,000 yards. I didn't even start my first three games. Coach George Chunk was like, you too little. Who was starting in front of you? Uh, Ivan Ivan Holloway and Kellen Brown. No shit. Yeah. Uh, somehow, some way, that third game versus Central Secretary. And third see, game. That's, that's one of them situations, though, because you missed that year. I missed it. And then the, the, the year before. So it. it's one of those situations you kind of got pushed to the back. And they were bigger. Yeah. And Chunk was that old school guy, right? Uh, so something happened during the Central Dolphin game, whether Ivan got hurt or Kellen got hurt, whatever that was. I had like 16 for 91 in a touchdown. Never looked back. So people see me today and, you know, people wonder how you, why you are who you are, right? And why you pop it, how you pop it. Right. Things of that nature. Like, I got all my shit from the mud. I got this shit through trials and tribulations. Uh, failure after failure. Like, literally failure after failure. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't... I could have quit just like anybody else. I was in the right. streets. I could have went back to the streets and, you know, full throttle and did what I was doing. You know what I mean? I could have went back easily, but, you know, I knew my goal. I knew I didn't want to be in that situation ever again. Mm. Of being in a hospital bed, laying in there for those 17 days and just seeing my mom and dad face like that and just wanting a bigger, just wanting something bigger for myself. So the 11th grade year, I went out, did what I did. I ran for a thousand. Uh, but college just started coming, right? And right. I missed my whole 10th grade year. I wasn't and I wasn't really into the books. So the grades is not what it's supposed to be. Right, and then uh, which again is typical for a Harrisburg High student athlete. We ain't have too many that was, you know. Man, we ain't have, we ain't have too many that was that was, you know, a students on the road students, especially star athletes. Hell no, Cause they don't tell you the they don't tell you like yo, they ain't worried about that. They ain't talking nothing no. about about schooling when when she no. came to them sports. I'm gonna no. be honest. I don't think that's just Harrisburg. That's that's gotta be a thing all around. Because that was how it was in Baltimore. I remember getting, sto- hearing stories about how they was pushing kids through, especially a lot of our athletes back in the day. And it's, it was- not, it's not too many black schools. Because, again, it is some. I know it's some where they don't play that shit. You know what I mean? Them, them, them top level. Very few. Them type schools, you know what I mean? But it ain't, it ain't too many. You know, it's, it's probably 100,000 high, black high schools. And then we talking about, like, probably... 10,000 out of that 100,000 that's really going to press that academic side of it. And to be fair, yo, I don't think it's done on purpose. As far as what? I'm not really caring about the grades. I think it's so many kids that's dealing with the same thing that 
it's hard to just it's focus. It's hard to really like focus on that specific group that, person. A group that big when you got a, 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 a whole group, group it's a big going group. through the similar things. But I say 80% of it, 70, 80% of it is, yeah, just, just play for me for this time being. And they kind of thinking your grades is good. They ain't really checking. Right. They just thinking, like, right, he's, a, he's a good kid. His grades is good. When it come to meet that clearinghouse, they don't tell you about the clearinghouse. Yeah, Penn State can like you, but guess what? You got to pass the clearinghouse. So you got to pass the clearinghouse before you can get to Penn State. So that's like another test. This is aside from the SAT. This is the, the, so the clearinghouse is what accepts you. So your SAT, ACTs goes into the clearinghouse. Clearinghouse check that to clear you. Right. To get to that school. But they don't tell you about that part. They don't tell you that the lower your GPA is, the higher you got to score on that ACT, SAT. They don't tell you the higher your grades is, the lower you can score. You can score on that. That's the thresholds be, between that. But they don't tell you that. They don't explain that to you. They don't tell you your core GPAs and, and, and things of that. And see, nature. imagine how critical that is. Again, for we know how our school district is. Again, our, on paper, we one of the worst school districts in the state. But just imagine, again, if you got coaches pushing you, listen. that You got to listen. You want to play sports. You got to pass that SAT. So imagine if a coach is telling you, well, listen, fuck that. These classes up to high is bullshit easy. Quit bullshitting. Get A's in all them classes. So when you hit that real test, and if you stumble, you cool because your your, mm. your GPA mm-hmm. and your regular grades is gonna push you ahead. Because again, we can't front them classes. We, we was we was behind. So again, yeah. classes we was taking in. Cause remember, I went to Harrisburg Christian in one mm-hmm. year. So I went. I left there tenth grade, going into eleventh grade. Because of Harrisburg's curriculum, they keep me back in 10th grade. You know what I mean? So, it's shit. I'm having 9th and 10th grade classes. I'm like, damn, this is shit I would have been doing 11th, 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the shit is crazy. So, it's like like you say, it's, it, it, it's crazy because I hate to say it. When it comes to the sports, like, they, again, they, that that's what a lot of these black schools, that's what comes first. You it's know what I mean? Because... I went to, like I said, I went to an all-girls school in, in, in Baltimore. Western High School is one of the, is the oldest all-girl high school in the state. What's it America. called? Western. Western Senior High School. And I know about the clearinghouse because they talk to us about it. Like, our counselors, we had regular meetings, regular appointments to talk about it. The clearinghouse. And now, like, we had to make sure this was this way. We had... Um, different people who would come to the classrooms. We had colleges who would come out and talk to us about it. And I noticed that I had left Western for a year because my grades was slipping. I had, because you had to test into those schools, the top three schools in, in Baltimore City, Western City, Poly. You had to test in to get into those schools. I left for a year to go to a school because my grades were slipping. And in the schools, in my, like my zone school is what they called it, they never even mentioned the clearinghouse. They never even, like, mentioned it at all. You had, like, 11th grade, we was trying to, we was talking about colleges, but nobody ever talked about the clearinghouse. And so I asked the lady one day, I said, well, I said, well, what about the clearinghouse? And she was like, how do you know about that? And I was like, why are you not telling these children about it? Why are you not telling them? Because when I went back to Western, that was the first thing they said. So you did really good, but you left for a year. And I need you to keep that up this year so it could look good for the clearinghouse. So... I don't understand why it's not taught there, but it's everywhere. It's like that. Cause I, when I left that year, I was like, it don't feel the same. Like the lessons were different. I was like, I feel like I've already done this. 
And I did this at Western. So what's going on? Where's the disconnect? And then the crazy thing is, Western is a city school. It's a Baltimore city school. But it's all about legacy and how they treat their students, how they how they want their, their, their representation. It's a, it's a whole different thing. Mm. Most of the rep- representation around here is sports. So it's, 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 it's all about what you care about, right? If it's sports, mm-hmm. they're going to care about sports. They'll worry about the grades later. And like, like I said, it's probably not on purpose. But so many of them kids, you probably slipped through the cracks. I was lucky, bro. Mm. I got lucky so many times. Like, through God, bro. I, you that's how I know I'm you chosen. You're supposed, <clears throat> you're supposed to be here to do something. You're and supposed I'm, to be I'm touching other people. I'm doing it. So listen. Difference. So going to senior year high school and you wrapping up senior year, another, what, what was your record your senior year? My senior year, we won, I won six and five both of my years, uh, the Damn, you won six and five with Chuck. I won six and five, right? I won either six and five or seven and five, one of the two, depending on how many games it was. We played uh, Central York in the first round of playoffs. My junior. I was year. about to say y'all made. I know y'all made the playoffs both times. At six time. and five. Six and five. I still remember the last my senior year. We played Altoona. That was determined if we was going to be in the playoffs. I scored six touchdowns about like halftime. It was like six by halftime. We got on the bus. We found out we was playing McDevitt that next week. Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they blessed me. McDevitt, listen, so McDevitt. I was going to ask you, like, you you know I'm not a sports it, but it, let's go. <laughs> see, Harrisburg Hive was right here on Market Street, and okay. McDevitt was like a block up. But this is McDevitt's a private Catholic school. I know exactly so, what school okay. But they in our division, so it was like a rival. And in football, they they had especially like coming up in my era and shit. Like we we shady, you know shady from from that play for the uh, Eagles and shit. I think so. Yeah, he went to McDevitt and shit. So oh. yeah, we we you oh. know what I mean. Once once he came to that football, they they kind of owned us a little bit. A lot of bit. Yeah, they got the upper hand on us. I don't know about back in the G, but during my time and the time that I got to see. McDevitt got the upper hand on us. That's a few times I got to see that. Like around Naders, Naders, uh, D. Hodge, Cameron Artist Payne. I seen a couple dubs by them. But like my era. Yeah, they started to get the. As time went on, but trust me, cuz, ass whoopings. They ran, though. They they running now. Especially my era in high school, because we was trash. Like, Ooh, we, we might have had, cause listen, listen, as talented as we is, but our, our football team was kind of trash. Like, we had some of the worst records that they, that, that they had in the, in, in the football program. So, and again, the talent was there. It just wasn't Nigga, being buffed Just out. when it came to putting that shit together to get them wins, you know what I mean? We, you know, our year, it was kind of rough. But again, I think the one year we beat McDevitt, yeah, we beat McDevitt one year, my, my four years up to high, like. They own us on on it, but now I want to go to that basketball though. Yeah, that's a different story. Now we own them, is, you know what I mean? But yeah, McDevitt, McDevitt was like, it was two teams, McDevitt and Cumberland Valley. Growing up, two teams we couldn't touch in football. I don't think I got a, I don't think I got a dub versus the Valley either. And we talk the marathon though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I always say this, like. One thing about that though is it's like an all star team because you get to recruit from different areas. So, like, if you live in Baltimore, mm-hmm. if you can make it to that school in the morning, you can go there, right? Because okay. it's private. We got to take what we get, it's a public, right? They can go out and recruit, 
And then a lot of times, too, in this area, as some of the, again, because some of these kids is playing Little League and all that, boom, boom, boom. But yep. as they growing up and getting older, then they move into other districts. Yep. So that's kind of, I think that's what, what our district is going through now that has been, especially over the past six, seven years, it's been so much talent that's like top-notch mm-hmm. talent, but they ain't coming up in the pipeline. They, they, they go on to private schools, and they, again, yeah. they find in bigger schools that can put them on a bigger platform that, you know what I mean, these are kids that's really trying to go pro, for real, so. Yeah. But it's not a bigger platform than Harrisburg, bro. It, it, it ain't it, what about the man, school? No, McDevitt and them. Wasn't what Lil Cuz was playing with Bronny and them? Yeah, but like man, you on ESPN, Cuz that's a bigger platform. For oh, you talking about Chance? Yeah. Okay. So you know what I mean? Chance yeah. should again. He's an, another kid that would have came if it if it would have the bird. He would have he would have went to the, to the bird. So again, it, it, he ain't the only one though. It's a few of them. Um, the Palmer kid, Malachi Palmer. He but he lived in Central Dolphin. He played at Central Dolphin his, his freshman year. His, his grandpa teach that Harrisburg. Yeah, they Harrisburg kids for sure. Yeah, like, so through. again, Harrisburg kids. Like it's, it's it's a it's a few we can name that again. Like as they get older, again, more more parents is always trying to get out the district because the curriculum putting, yes. and then all the trouble that 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 comes aside with all that. Wrong? So I, I hell no, and they ain't wrong. It's like all. yo, you want to because everybody want their child to get the best education. Yeah. be that, safe. Don't you know? I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Oh, as you a took mom. it. You took your child off the hood. Yes, that's the go. Hey. I mean, and and not. I took. Let me let me clarify. I took my child out of Baltimore City hood. That's what I did, and came to York. Them little niggas on the wire and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I knew I knew what it was. <laughs> I knew what it was. My girl lived in Cherry Hill. We know what it is. I lived in the city on the east side. My sister was on the west. Like, I was like, yeah, no matter which way I was looking in some ways, I was like, either I could pack up, move to the county part of Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, or any of that stuff, and then spend an obscene amount of money in rent, or even my mortgage if I was going to buy a house, where I could move somewhere that is nice, it's kind of quiet, it's enough city for me, and it's enough county for me to feel like my kid was safe. And then when I sent him to a city school or like a charter city school in York, I was okay for a while until I realized, yeah, they, this is still city. This is still a city situation. And for me, no. You don't want no city. I don't want no city for Carlton. I, you know what? You, you want a little Carlton Banks? Absolutely not. My son is still. <laughs> listen, we talk about my kid all the time. My kid is still. He, he'll still get with you, but he. It's just a he had, he had other ambitions that I needed catered to. Like I tell you, my son, he a nerd, he's a nerd. He into engineering hard. He modeling himself after Dwayne Wayne right now. So that's what oh, I shit. was trying to instill in my kid. He grew up watching it with me, and he's like, oh, "I want to do that. I need a school that's gonna really dig into Cater that." To them needs, yeah. And it just so happened it was a private school, a STEM private school was like. Yeah, your kid be wanting them in here, but don't. It's crazy because they still want my son to play sports. It's, come on, Jamal, you 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 can't shoot the ball. Come on, come on Sebastian, <laughs> you you want to go ahead and especially got the size. My son is twelve, and he is five eight and a half with a size thirteen shoe. Listen, listen. <laughs> that sports to help pay for that that engineering education, I know. man. Ain't, man. I, I, I tried to, I tried to like. Just, he don't, he don't fuck he, with it. He's literally the the 
the definition of a gentle giant. Well, tell him get on the chess team or something. Shit. He plays chess. He he play, tell him get on that chess yeah. team then. My dad, my dad started him off when he was like four or five. Before he passed away, he was teaching my kid chess. And then he taught him video games. And from there, that was it. He won in soccer for a minute. He was talking about lacrosse. And I saw them sticks and I was like, oh, Sierra, just let him do it if you want to do it. He was like, no, I don't want to do that either. I want to swim. I said, all right. Okay, we could do swimming. Mm. Let's do it. It's all about what they want to do anyway. Yeah. Um, he won't be passionate about football. And I'd rather him be some, some way he... Play. Right, definitely what you don't want to play. You ain't passionate. Listen, here listen, here and he'll come home one day and be like, man, fuck that shit. Wrong hitting shit, man. You ain't. You got to be built for that shit. All right, so back to you, Kai. So listen, graduating. So, so, so... What was what was the recruitment like for you? <laughs> Coming in, you, you know what I mean? Going out your senior year. I was frustrated with that. Uh, let me take it back to my 12th grade year. Larry Johnson came in. Everybody know the famous Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson coached at Penn State with Joe Paterno. And then went to Ohio State after Paterno died. But he's like a legend. His son played running back, too, for Penn State. So Larry right, Johnson, right. Uh, junior Larry Johnson, senior. He came in. He said, you're going to be a hell of a player. You won't never play for us because your grades ain't your grades ain't there. Damn. He said, mm. but if you can make it into a school, and whatever school you go to, you're going to be a hell of a player. And from there, I'm like, man, fuck out of here. The young me. But as you go through the recruitment process and understand it, that's the realest shit I ever heard. Because everybody's telling you, oh, yeah, we're we, we going to talk to you. We're we going to talk to you. So soon, they do that investigation. No, they, or not the investigation, the but once they look things into of that the nature. Yeah, they, every time they go back, oh, oh yeah, we love you. We love your tape. We're going to talk to you. Uh, you never hear from them again. At least he set the standard and said, no, you'll never play for us, but you're going to be a hell of a player if you get in. So 12th grade year ends. Recruitment is dry for me because my grades is horrible. So uh, I get a call one time. Uh, from Syracuse, I'm gonna say the guy's name, whatever that is. It's a dead period. Dead period means you're not allowed to contact nobody. And there's a new coaching staff coming in, and the guy's like, "Yo, what you doing? Did you want?" I'm like, "Yeah." He said, "Man, listen, I'm watching your tape right now. Why the hell you ain't got no offers?" I say, "Man, great." He said, "I figured it was something. Come on up here. Uh, I traveled up there, went up there twice, but like after the second, third time, it kind of got dry. The third time I went up there." They kind of like shunned away from me, you know. Uh, so I had to find a prep school to go to. Hargrave Military Prep School, Virginia. Me, my mom, and my dad drove up. Military school. It's probably like 30, 40 of us. We had to do some combine stuff in the gym. Run a 40. Uh, do drills. Uh, do some other stuff. So midway through everything, I'm doing some drills. And dude, like, sit down. I'm like, damn, I fucked up again. Thinking like this shit can be right. I'm, I'm about to go back home. I don't got nothing. I'm thinking just saying sit down because it's like you you so it's used right. to failure at this yeah, point. Right. Like I done everything that went wrong for me at this point. You just waiting on it. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck. I'm a warrior, bro. I'm right. gonna keep going. It is what it is. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I sit down. End of the thing. Everybody, everybody, come up, bring it in. Everybody sent home. Hey, you stay right here. We go upstairs. He like, man, listen. It's a it's a, Hargrave Military Prep School was like one of the best prep schools you can go to at that time. We walking up some steps just like that on the wall. Got all of these players that's been to the NFL and top colleges. He said, "You see him right here. You remind me of him. Some guy from like LSU at the point. 
No shit. I'm like, damn. Gave me so much motivation. Mm. He said, uh, you're going to be at one of these schools by the time you leave here. So literally after I leave out of there, uh, this story is crazy, bro. You got to watch this, bro. As I'm leaving out of there, uh, he like, man, listen, you're going to row here. You're going whatever, whatever. We go outside. It's a military prep school. Mind you what I told you. We go outside. He said, yeah, if you mess up. I, I forgot everything at this point. All the talks and everything. He said, if you mess up, it's this square there that you had to march in for an hour if you do something wrong. Mind you, I come from the hood, bro. I'm not marching in nobody's said, fucking marching square. Marching the square for an hour. For an hour? Damn. I know what type of person I am at, at this point. The young yeah. man. Yeah, you got me chopped. So, anyway, long story short, we leave out of there. My dad said, we think about it. I said, man, listen, Pops, I don't They talking crazy. They talking crazy. <laughs> but if this is my only opportunity, let's do it. It's my only opportunity. I get a call. Uh, and only how I got this call, Chunk wasn't really pushing nobody at this point. Chunk was Chunk was getting older. Not No blame to him. He's getting older. He just loved football. He wanted to be around him. Right, right. Uh, my dad goes up, talk to him. And in the midst of that, Anthony Holmes was going to University of Akron. He went there from Milford prep, uh, prep uh, Milford's prep school, which Shady went to. So he went there from there, and he went to Akron. So we sitting in, the, we sitting in, the, my dad sitting in the office, and uh, Akron calls in, like, why, hey, why are he in the office? Yeah, why? Luckily, Damn. listen to this shit. Luckily, while my dad's in the office, and Chump's like, oh hey, I also got a running back. If you get this guy, he'll change your whole program. But he could have been saying this stuff, but he just, you know, it's no fault to him. He's just older at this point. My dad being in there at that time was everything. So he said, uh, send us the tape. Watch the tape. We'll get back with you in a month. So they called back. Would, all they would have had to do is mm-hmm. put your dad on the phone. Listen, Chunk wasn't selling this shit, but he would have sold it for damn They said, they said we'll call back in a month. They called back the next day. Call back the next day. Hey, get him up here. Had to go up there for an official visit. Uh, they still didn't have an offer at this time, though. All the offers was gone. It's a guy by the name of... Forgot his name out of Ohio. He's Mr. Ohio for that year. That's like Mr. Pennsylvania here. Right. Best player in Ohio. Uh, Eric Howard? Eric Howard is his name. Uh, he's supposed to go to Ohio State. Ohio State dropped him because he did something crazy. And then Akron picked him up. He ended up kidnapping the old lady or something. Oh, his story. Shit. Well, I don't know. He, he got charged for it. Whatever that, that was. He only got him caught and up in some shit. Yeah. That, that, he got that. 20 years. So it's still booked right now. Because I've only been out 10 God. years. So uh, that became open. A scholarship. So I go up there. Uh, Rabbi Anello, we go to breakfast, go to dinner, official visit. Listen, God bless him and the lady he kidnapped. Oh, I, I, they don't know nothing about that. <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. Hey, God bless him. They part of your story hey, now. God bless that. Hey, God bless his soul, right? But uh, I go up there and uh, he wouldn't let me leave. He say, "You got to take this offer before you leave here. You got to, you got to accept it, or it's done." I looked at my dad, looked at my mom. Listen, quick talk. Listen, son, you said, you remember what you said you ain't going to do up there? I remembered it. Like, I ain't walking in no square. prep school, yeah. Let's get it. So I had to go to summer school. I still had, I'm still back home finishing up a summer school class. I failed driver's ed. Oh, this oh, nigga. Wow. I failed driver's ed because it was your first class and I'm, I was doing. You like, was doing you? I used to stay out to three, four in the morning and then I got a seven o'clock class. Like, yo, I was really. drove all you know type I mean? of feed floating. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, listen. I already have my license. So the young dumb me, I'm like, man, I don't need no light. You know what I mean? So anyway. They didn't have a driver's ed class, but for that curriculum and that specific class, I needed to take a health class. Okay. So I got an A in that health class, and uh, 
I got a call still like, hey, Juwan, if you go to prep school, would you still be willing to come here? I said, man, man, Vento crew, my my uh, coordinator. I said, man, me and you both know I ain't coming here if I go to prep school. You know where I'm going. I'm out of here. Hmm. You know a bigger school going to come. Right. And I'm thinking Syracuse at this point. I, I really love Syracuse. And I want to go prove my point. Y'all left me on red. Basically, that's how, that's how I felt when I went up to that last game. Ain't really, you know what I mean? I said, I'm, I'll still go. Hmm. I'm all about proving you wrong. So I go up there. Uh, well, I, I talked to him. I, he said, da, da, da. He's like, all right, I'll give you a call right back. Call me right back, kind of. like, yo, all right, cool. We're going to get you up here. Summer, as soon as I get out of that 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 uh, class of uh, health class, and I had to do it at D.C. Tech because Hasburg didn't have summer school classes. I had to do it at D.C. Tech. So I get done. I get a call uh, early morning. Hey, middle of camp. Don't nobody get offered in the middle of camp. Like, they in the middle of camp. Like, once camp starts, Seasons is, is, is like yo, my recruitment been done. They're on to the next year. They right. say, How fast can you get up here? Rob Ionello. Man, this dude's crazy too. This dude said, I said, Man, ASAP. He said, Man, get your ass up here. So, like that. So, I got up, we packed up, got everything I can get, got in the van. Me, my mom, my dad drove up to Akron five hours. By the time we got up there, it's like two in the morning. Mm. I had to be up that next day at six in the morning, bro. <sighs> Rest was history. I reassured him my first year. Uh, Richard in my first year, then Richard freshman year, freshman All American, Bleacher Report. Uh, for, uh, I got the most, the most, the most yards as a freshman ever had at University of Akron. Uh, left a legacy. Uh, I won it number eleven. Well, that's what I had in high school. But God worked you had in mysterious two, ways. Right? I had number, I had number seven. Seven. That's right. I took number seven because I was the only single digit, and I wanted a single digit. I had to start out with forty four. The only reason I got delayed on getting my yeah, your number, fr- your freshman year, yeah, I yeah. got in trouble. I got in trouble, so I had to wear forty four. I was forced to wear that. So I got in trouble, so the next year I was able to, uh, uh, eligible to get another number. It was seven. That's all that was left. You ain't still no crab legs. No nah, hell no. Nah, we ain't doing that. Hey, we ain't. We ain't <laughs> and Javis yeah, said, "We ain't doing that." Listen, mm-mm. so uh, I said, sophomore year, did what I did once again. Like yo, four year starter. Division number one, I got the most rushing yards in Division one history. If you look into the books, it's a guy who did it when we was Division two, Division one. I did that shit. You got the most Still, rushing yards. Most rushing yards in Division one history. <laughs> University of Akron. I didn't bro. even know that. Yeah, hey, yeah. Division one history. I knew. Listen, cause I knew you. I knew you. You smashed some Akron records and mm-hmm. shit. But, cause that's crazy. Yeah, man. That's, and, that's yo, like that's yo. I'm from Harrisburg, You're the bro. all-time leading college football rusher. Most, for Akron. For a- oh, for Akron. For Akron. Hell no. No, 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 no. No, hell no. I don't know why. That'd be a lot of yards. You said, oh, you said for like, Definitely was like four. I think it's like 42, something like that. 42 for the 42 career? For the career, That's the something all-time, like that. huh? Damn. Yeah, I got the all- for Division Damn. One. That's in Division One history. That's yep. yards a year. Yeah, well, I was like, I think it was like 5.1 throughout my career, something like that. Anywhere from 4.9 to 5.1. You know what I mean? But, you know, that guy didn't recruit me. So how was it? How was it? Because how many times you faced Penn State? How many times in your once. career? Just that once? Just that one time. Damn. But I f- thought y'all might have played them like maybe twice. Nope. Damn. You fun know, fact, I played in the four biggest stadiums in America. He gave me tickets to that joint. Yeah. Did you go? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. His dad and my dad, like, they best friends for real. That's why ah. we, like, we like cousins. Oh, my God. Like for real. Snow Bunny Heaven. <laughs> that Penn State Stadium was snow. Y'all was snowing? 
No, no, yeah, yeah. no it's snowing. It wasn't snowing. White bitches everywhere. Oh, oh man, oh, this dude crazy. Yo, oh, but listen, Jesus. Nah, this dude is crazy, bro. Nah, but on a they, serious you know note, what? on a serious note, though, like again, an opportunity to go to Penn State because again, that, that's 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 a big ass joint. So to get to go up there and see your folks senior year, yeah, yeah, man. I got the so that's like that's like a big flex to me. I got a lot of people that came to some games that probably would have never even went to a game. That was my first college football. Other, yo, than, other that's, than that's dope to me. Other than IUP, I went to IUP, but we talking NC that we talking. I'm not, the only one big, I've ever, we talking about big game. I've only been to one college football game, and that was from Morgan State. They were playing. Uh, University of Delaware. See, I've been to a couple Morgan State. I ain't talking about that nigga ball, though. I'm talking. This is we beat the shit out of Morgan State. We beat them like sixty five hey, hey, to seven. Hey now, <laughs> hey now. Matter of fact, look, don't be. That was the season we went one and eleven, and I like to that say, was y'all one win. Let, yeah, but listen, I knew it right when it, I know what the Zach score was because I'm really big into that was the devil's number. We beat y'all sixty six to the you know what six. Oh mm. man, rebuke that right. Hold up, what year was that? For you, twelve or thirteen, we beat the snot out of them. It wasn't even. Damn, that was a rough year. How was that year though? One eleven. I went one eleven three years in a row. So my fresh, my redshirt freshman year, my freshman year, and then my sophomore year, and then a new coach came in, and then then we went. Yep, we went five and six, and then the last game of our career, bro. you 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 only need six six wins to get into the bowl game. Literally the last game we five and we five and five at this point or five and six, and we trying to go six and six to get that six to so that we can get to uh, the bowl game. You need six games to win, man. It's like a minute left, bro. I ran an eighty yard touchdown, bro. My last carry of my college career. I'm thinking we in there, man. They get the ball and go back downfield, bro. A guy had three pass interference all in one drive, bro. Two or three. That's forty five yards. Dang. So if you kicked it to the twenty, you are a sixty-five. You only need it, man. They they see they kicked the field goal, or they scored, bro. You talking about so crushing. And then the next year, that team went to the, our team went to the bowl game and won it. So I like to say we set the blueprint and the foundation for it. But man, you talking about hurt, bro. They say it only takes one moment, one moment to change That's that it, whole bro. game. As a person who's not a sports fan, when I watch people who are into sports, talk about it. I get I get kind of teary-eyed because y'all look so passionate. I'm looking at y'all right now. I look so passionate about it. And it's a yeah. beautiful thing because I'm like, I don't have no idea what any of this means. Listen, when, but when, they love it and you can hear it. When you, when you, most majority of your athletes, you talking about somebody that been playing this game ever since they could watch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like little boys, again, most little boy football or basketball in their hand from, from the rip. Like, so that passion is definitely like it's it's like that be again. Most athletes will tell you that was my first love. Like he he probably knew he loved football or basketball before he got some 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 pie. Mm, you know what absolutely, I, mean? I love that. Absolutely, real rap. Yeah. Like, and so we all it. So this shit got to end at some point. That's the point. Then that's that's the part they don't tell you about. So after college career, right? Uh. You gotta understand, I'm tatted up from my neck to my to my legs, right? Full body, everything. Listen, no hold on, before we keep that thought. Absolutely. We're gonna take a quick break. Before we take this quick break, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Listeners, I'm telling y'all, they be telling me I got ghost listeners, man. Lead them ratings, lead them reviews. 
Share the, the episodes on your on your timeline. I don't care if it's Instagram, Twitter, whatever you on, TikTok, all that good shit. Man, let them know who you rocking with. Let them know who 717's number one podcast. We're promoting businesses, brands, entrepreneurship, talking that real shit. Sierra Diamond, you all right over there? I'm all right. I'm good. Yo, you done sat with a couple Harrisburg legends, yo, real I fast. Have. Like I and I enjoy it. I really, I really do. Coming from where I'm from to here and learning about some new people, it's a good feeling. New. Yeah, because ain't nobody in York rocking like that. Yeah. We we own York. We own all that. I don't that. know I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know I'm giving you history. Yet. Yeah, we just spanking York, yo. <laughs> they played the first game of the season this year. 26. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got Harrisburg and York. We going to that game, sis. Me and you, we going. I'm bringing the kid. Yeah, bring the kid. <laughs> Tell him so he can get his ass on out there, man. But listen. It's episode 133. We got the chairs in the building. We'll be right back. What's up, listeners? This is Ice Pick. Y'all know how we do on Close Your Ears with our fan base and our listener base. We're all about giving back to the community. If you heard episode 106, we had Pastor James Lyles on. He has a ministry, 10 times better youth ministry. And... He's also taking donations for the whole month of February. Donations can be sent through Cash App to dollar sign D Hope Lyles. That's D H O P E L Y E S. Now, if you heard the episode again, this brother has been not only donating his time with mentoring to our community throughout the whole 717 area, but also, um, Again, things he do, um, he set up pantries all across the city and all across 717 area, actually. He fills these pantries up with um, toiletries, eggs, milk, um, you know, things that, that, that the prices be sky rising on with the grocery stores and everything. So, you know, he gives back in more ways than just doing things for the youth as well. He give, He's giving back to the whole community. So we need everyone to help chip in. This is a good brother doing good things. He's really out here in these streets working. And, of course, he ain't funded by uh, uh, nonprofits or governments. He gets it all for the muscle. So, again, if you got, if you got it in your heart to give, you, you, if you give to us, this is another, uh, another program that you can give to. Again, that's the Youth 10 Times Better Ministries. And donations can be cash app to D Hope Lyles. That's D H O P E L Y E S. Thank y'all for listening. Show out. Send that love over there to the ministry. Now back to the show. What up, y'all? Thank you for checking out Close Your Ears podcast. If you would like to find She Gets It Pod, you can find it on all of your podcast apps. And you can find me on the Stereo app. But most importantly, if you want to listen to our already recorded show and be on top of things, check your Apple, check your Spotify, check your Google, check your Red Circle. You can donate to the show, but please check out She Gets It Pod. Just put it in there. If it's yellow, that's me, okay? It might show up twice in some places, but look for the one... That's the oldest, all right? That's the show. I appreciate you. Yo, we back, we back, we back. Nas by nature, where you at? Where Nas at? 
Where is Nas? I don't know. I gotta hit Nas up when we get done with this joint. He's been quiet the last couple days and shit. But definitely shout out to motherfucking Nas by nature. That's our other co-host. He ain't here today. Shout shit. out to you, big dog. But we back. Episode one thirty three. So we didn't started. We talked about childhood, high school, one over the college career. All right, so we done at Akron. We graduated. Left some records. Thanks. They um, your jersey. What they, what they doing with the jersey up there? I'm gonna say they had that shit on all city buses and billboards. See, man, like they start making jerseys with number sevens on. That's how wicked that shit got. Like yo, they say you ain't nobody till you can go do it in another city or state. I did that shit in another city or state, bro, and did it the same way I did it here. <laughs> And then, like, see again, what college you say you went to? No, I went to actually I went to Teal College in Greenville, Pennsylvania. And, and I where? got a scholarship there. To where? Greenville, Pennsylvania, Teal. Teal. Mm-hmm. It's it's up there past. It's like past Pittsburgh, okay. like in between Pittsburgh and Ak- like we had to leave and go to Akron to go. Pittsburgh is like an hour thirty party. minutes away. Yeah, we had to go party in Akron. That's how. That's a little small town and we, all that. The school was next to a, a cemetery, honey. We had a Walmart. So listen, Akron, Akron is a small town, right? Pretty but now small it's, it's, town. They get busy down there. Heck yeah, Akron get real so busy. Listen, they get active. How was it though, being because you was like top dog? Yeah, man. But uh, me being a loner burnt me in the end. Mm. How so? Because I lived twenty minutes away. I wasn't active in parties. I didn't really. I wasn't a partier. That's right. Mom Dukes there. moved up there, huh? Yeah, that burnt That's, me. Mom moved up there with him. It burnt me, though. Yeah. That's a Pennsylvania mom thing. I heard another mom did the same thing. Listen. It burnt me, bro. I ain't too many. Listen. And this is God bless her soul. Rest in peace, the Auntie Kim. Ain't too many moms I ever seen <laughs> ride for her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about at every game. Yeah. Biggest cheerleader. I don't know if you ever seen AI's mom at them games and shit. Ryder like that. Like, oh um, man. I'm you heard you heard he soon go to go to camp. Boom. Me and my mom go to mm-hmm. we, can I get up there today, ASAP? Me and my mom. Listen, one up there, she bought a crab up, she chat. Rolled out. So yeah, that's where it get wicked at. So once it was done. You at the crib, you ain't even really get the the, the, the really socialize too much as I heavy as you wanted person, to. Man, I come from, I got been shot at 15, bro. I got shot in front of people. Like eight, There's like eight of us out there. Like So that forever traumatized. That's why I didn't party, bro. People don't think I ain't party because I'm like, no, nah, I got shot in front of people. Yeah. Bro. I forever got PTSD. Not saying that all of them was to hunt me or it happened the way it's it happened in to... some old crazy ass way. Like, no. Since that day, like, yo, that's the first thing I seen when I got shot was people. People. So yeah. I'm like, damn, Everybody I don't like being around room. people. I don't like nobody. If I'm driving, I don't like you in the back seat. If you got a gun, don't sit in back of me. I will literally, like, you won't get in my car, bro. I don't care who you are. I ain't pretty much, I ain't too much scared of nothing, bro. Like, what is going to happen to me in my life is going to happen. But it ain't going to happen that way. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I just, when I went up there, I was a loner. I smoked a lot when I was in college. Like, 90% of the locker room does. They smoked. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
it's a medicine for a lot of people. Like it's better than taking a pill or going out and drinking liquor. Liquor break your body right down. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I smoke and I just chill. Like I was like a real down to earth type of guy, right? But uh, Aaron Hernandez did all of this stuff around the time that I got was getting drafted. I got all these tattoos. I'm a loner. I stayed 20 minutes away, and the coach that was my coach at that time didn't recruit me. Mm. So this mm. is like I'm, I'm just like a rented person to him for real. So when they ask about me, it's like, oh yeah, uh, we really don't know what he does outside of here. Uh, he's a hit or miss guy. Like you just don't know what he's going to do. He's from this place. This is what he do. Uh, I still, I don't want to say the name, but it was a guy that was going through when I was going through the phase. They like they called the Bengals, and Marvin Lewis was like, he's a he's a black horse or he's a wild horse, whatever the term was. This is around the time you got Adam Pacman. This is like the worst, like the one of the worst of the why worst teams. They took the gangsters on the team. Uh, well, it was it was either I was a hit or miss. Like if I get this much money, what is he going to do? Is he going? Is he going to get people dropped? Is he going like what? Like what is he going to do with his money? Is the hood going to come with him? Is he got brothers? Like and throughout the drive process, this is why I say I got burnt. Uh, New York Jets. <laughs> they asked me, hey Texans. Uh, the uh, uh, Houston Texans. Hey, why do your mom stay up here with you? Damn, that was it. They asked why. Yeah, why? So somebody had to tell them that. Who told them that? Right. Oh, you know that you gonna yeah, do that. Of course, your coach is going. Your coach is the ones who talk for you. Oh, his mom lives up here. You know what I mean? So that was that was one of them. And you don't even know why my mom moved up there. I won't say. I won't know. You want to say it on here? You don't know why she moved up there, bro. My mom. That was the most happiest I ever seen my mom, bro. That was the most freest I ever seen my mom. Why is that even a why? Red why flag? is that a question? I thought that was a good thing, honestly. But, uh, yeah, but in reality, that was a bad thing. So when I'm understanding, I I asked, I got asked, uh, oh, have you, any of your siblings ever been in jail? Y'all know damn well all my siblings been in jail. For what? And of course you got to be honest. For what? Oh, you know, this and that. Yeah, this and that, right? That shit uh, your nephew buy, nigga. That's what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck they finish. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't said that you did, yeah, but right. But like, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering, like, why they not using all the things that you surpassed to to represent you instead of asking you questions like these? I don't, I don't. They not, understand me. They don't know where I come from. They don't know what is, I've been. This to. is a, this is a, a, a black person in white America. Like this is the, they, they, you know, especially when you get to again, we talking about the NFL, so. I'm, a, I'm a, talking about background. Like again, they look into your background like they the feds or something. And again, no, that's a fact. I, who's even think? That. Who's even thinking? I play football, and then they're questioning me about my brother going to jail and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. asking why my mom lived up there. Why did I get into a fight in a locker room that I had nothing to do with? That somebody got put to sleep in the locker room, and I was there. Like, bro, I don't gotta. I ain't putting him to sleep. Why you asking me about that? For me, if this young black man was quiet to himself, and he. Came, did what he had to do. I'm talking school, and he came into his athletics. No problems, no no distractions, no issues. I would have never used the word wild card, wild horse. You don't know what he's going to do. I pretty Listen, much, they, by his actions, you know what he's going to do. But they fear what they don't know. So, again, like, again, he stayed off campus. That He ain't really opened himself up to the coaches and to the guys. And you know what I mean? Like, and, and they, they hold that mm. against you. Because, again, they fear what they don't know. So, it's like, man, I don't, you know. I always say He get three, four, four, five million, and we don't know what this nigga. And they, yeah. that's how they, but this is how they judge basketball players that's yeah. going professional. Yeah, yeah. They judge the f- basketball players like that again, too. Like, 
We don't, you know, it's it's a man. Listen, it's 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 a lot deeper than this. Is I don't like the line of questioning. I I, I mean, you got I'm not, Aaron yeah. Hernandez. You know, Aaron Hernandez. I'm not familiar. So with. if you go if you go look at that story, this is around a time where this that situation happened with him. The football player that killed himself in jail when he went to jail uh, for them bodies. Yeah, killing no, himself. Yeah, okay, yeah. He yeah, shot yeah. multiple people. Oh. He killed his best friend execution style. You gotta look at that story. They got a whole story on it, right? God. Netflix. Yeah, Tatted yeah. it all up. Uh, he stayed away from the facility as much as he could. All right, so I don't come to the facility. I stay away as much as I can. Uh, but I wasn't out committing nothing, no shit She's like that guy. at all. Nigga, I go home and go yeah, do what I did. Go home, just chill. Yeah, and I, I literally a chill, bro. I always been that way. I never, even to this day, like somebody asked me the other day on Instagram, write me through the DM. I always see you working out alone. Yeah, that's my only time I get to myself. I got a whole family. Uh, I'm training all day. Like my 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 days are busy, bro. Like I don't, I barely got two to three hours. If I got two hours of dead time, that's rare. But I pray for it. So like I'm I'm happy it's this way, right? Because yeah. there's been times where I was stuck in the room for for days. You know what I mean? I done went through the depression and everything right after I got cut. When mm. I got cut, bro, I remember the first day I came back. Big page and I'm from the south. I'm walking into my uh, brother's house on Fourth Street. And they was across the street. And uh, they didn't even know I just got cut. And the only reason I came back to Hasburg because they had paid per diem for mileage. Hasburg's farther than, uh, I was still staying in Akron at the time, but Hasburg's farther. And I needed all that money. I got all the M&H. Give me that per diem. Yeah, yeah, get I'm that driving per diem. From I'm driving back to Hasburg. And they're going to check that, right? So I ain't going to lie and go to Akron and say I went to Hasburg. So I ain't even want to get caught in no, no weird scandal ass shit like that. Not for whatever it is going to give you. So I go all the way back home. And uh, I'm walking in the door. I got my bag. Oh yeah, Wiz, we see you. You know, Wiz is the is the, if you if you know me from the streets, it's Wiz. If you know me for football, it's Chiz. If you know me for just you know me, it's Jawan. So it's three different names, right? So oh, we see you, Wiz. I gave him like a little fake smile, kind of like you know the side joint. Man, I go on, the, I got my brother crib, and I'm like, I start bawling, bro. Like nigga, you don't even know what just happened. Like, I just got cut, bro. You know what I mean? So now summertime coming, I'm bouncing back between my sister Gab's house and my brother Easy and Nick's crib. I'm just sleeping on whatever they can get me. You know what I mean? I was happy that they opened up the door. Uh, my sister was a roommate with somebody at the beginning, but by the time uh, a year passed, uh, she had bought a house, so I was staying there. And, uh, yeah, bro, that shit, you know. That was mm-hmm. that, that. was the worst phases of my life, bro. Now I'm, I'm back in Harrisburg. I'm trying to – I'm going for what I knew the last time. So, listen, so you hit the you hit the depressing stage after, after getting – after getting cut. So then from then, bouncing out of that, you started fucking with the trucking, right? Man, shit, no. Um, uh, oh, that didn't come after that? No, it ain't come out of that. This You talking about like a three, four year process afterwards. Like, so I didn't work for Pepsi, merchandiser on my knees. I didn't get an ax. Oh, why well, you don't play football no more? I'm, I'm in main stores now. I'm in stores where you go buy Pepsis at. I gotta fill the racks up. I gotta fill the 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 the, um, the the little machine, you know, the whatever the refrigerators up. I gotta yeah. fill that up. Merchandiser, that's what I was. I didn't work for Pepsi. I didn't work at the YMCA. I didn't work uh, downtown. I worked uptown with Jamie Harvey and uh, <laughs> why Jamie fire you? He ain't fire me. I left. Uh, I, I left out at lunchtime. You quit. He quit before he could fire. I folded all my stuff up nice. <laughs> I, left, I deleted the phone. Put the phone back down on the joint. Uh, something happened. God bless their souls, though, right? Everything yeah. happened for a reason. For a reason. And uh, speaking of that, shit, by the time this come out, 
Uh, the new executive director just reached out to me, so that'd be where my new gym would be at. Who's the new executive director? Uh, Chelston. Chelston Anderson, guy from up in Halifax. No he's shit. He's a new. He's a new uh, director. So you see how see how tables turn. Mm-hmm. And I told him before I left out. They uh, emailed, hey, you ain't coming back? Lunchtime. After lunchtime. I said, man, listen, y'all know what y'all did. God bless y'all souls, though, but God don't like ugly. I'm going to get the last laugh. Now, listen. So who we talking about? He just got fired from the Y. And man, his wife for stealing. Ms. Oh, Andrew man, I ain't know none of that. That's on fun him. God shit. bless his soul. The name he's not mentioning. Got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. God bless his soul. That's on him. And that's Jamie on him. Harvey, they know who was running the Y. They, we, we already talked. To, it was mentioned. And we're going to have an episode about that, too. But So, wait a minute. Him and his wife? Oh, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, shit. I ain't know nothing about yeah. that. That don't. That ain't sitting well. Hey, hey, but listen, they got caught. Whatever they did, you know, they got to go to, you know, they, they got to go to court and all that shit. So, you know, shit. this is just what I hear through the wire and shit. But mm-hmm. that's a fact, though, as far as it's them fact, being yeah. charged and fired and that's shit. Because obviously somebody knew it was in there. So it's just, I got up out of there, though. Yeah, it was. Listen, it was. Listen. So, again, this is the YMCA I grew up in. He grew up in. Ain't too many athletes around here. Again, we talking this yeah, that Harrisburg High Sports that didn't go through the building. You went through that Y, Coach Britton, Coach So Red. he gets there. What by the time I went to school with the brother, we went to IUP together. Who? Me and Jamie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I was only there a semester. <laughs> <laughs> what you do? I just ain't feel like going back. Oh, God. <laughs> that bus ride up there like nine hours, yo. That's why I ain't go back. I had to take the bus. I was like, man, I ain't riding that bus up that yo. But yeah, but but he gets hired up in there, and this again, it's people that that been working here since he was a baby. Fired, fired, fired. Everybody from the our community that's coming in, fired, 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 fired. Like he's firing his own family, and like it's just on some. For only thing I can think of, it's on some power tripping shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then everything they changed a lot of shit on the inside. So again, for people that have been coming up here, it's just like a totally new building. So that's the background on that. Shout but. out to me, I fired them. Yeah. <laughs> I got up out of there. Yeah. But listen, I ain't doing it on no ignorance. Stuff. I just felt like it wasn't, it wasn't right. For me. Whatever that. No, I just oh situa- the, the situation, the situation that, that occurred. Right, like, yo, that was weird. So I said, yo, I I'm not listen. Yeah. Fold my clothes, fold yeah. everything, clean the office. Hey, phone there, like yeah, locked door behind me. Walked walked out, and never went back. Sometimes you gotta leave, even if you don't got no, even if you don't have anywhere to go at the moment. You got sometimes you have to leave a certain situation. Man, once again, you gotta know my background. Like even today, people see me like, yo, how do we just keep bouncing back? I'm relentless, bro. I ain't going Listen. nowhere. God, you got to put me under. To the clock stop. That's it. Got to keep going. Only how you going to stop me is you put me under or God just give me some unexpected thing that I can't handle or control. Other than that, bro, you ain't you ain't got a fucking chance in hell. I'm just I'm I'm and I'm honest with that. You ain't got a chance in hell, bro. Like you If you're going against me like yo, you Congrats, man. Good luck. So you I'm pack going your the lunch, whole way, bro. Pack your lunch. I'm going to go to if it's something I'm passionate and I believe in, hey. I'm going the whole way, bro. I quit. I quit. Well, the trucking job was the last job before I got into what I do now. Like I was. I and was. Trucking. That's what I want to get into because again, we see so many people getting their CDLs, and, and the CDLs is definitely helping people get in another yeah. position financially. So again, hmm. I was impressed with bro because again, he quit the trucking job to go do what he's doing now. So how was that? 
tell us tell us like what the process was and and, and like what what just where your mindset was on that you know what I mean I'm putting my all into me well fitness is what changed it all I got back into you know lifting I was like I got up to 260 and in the midst of that I got into trucking as I was losing the weight then I traveled the country for the first I traveled I traveled the states for like the first three months of trucking with my brother easy California Texas uh, everything so I only seen my family for like two times out the week so uh, wifey found out she was pregnant you know them long trips you come back you're going to work right so uh, wifey <laughs> found out she was pregnant so uh, I got a local job and the local job wasn't just wasn't the same so uh, I worked at Unify and uh, I was working there and I was in the store one day uh, I tried to I tried to pull a truck into a a, a, a a market or something, whatever that was, Whole Foods. And I knew it wasn't going, I'm just, my mind at this point, I'm just like, man, like I, I can't get in here. So I tried to get in there and I couldn't get out. So I had to wait four or five hours, bro. Like you might think I'm lying, bro. This story crazy, bro. Like I'm sitting on a, I'm sitting on the bench. I went, I went inside. First, first thing first, I went inside. I want to go get a salad. And the lady inside was like, Hey, you keep walking. You kind of walking around the store. I've been in there for like two hours. Getting a salad. She's like, hey, everything good? I'm like, yeah, everything good. I said, I drive trucks. I got my truck stuck out back. That's it. You know, I'm just just parlaying and shit like that. So she's like, you like it? I said, man, honestly, I, I kind of don't. I said, it's like 14 to 16 hour days and I'm missing my family. I said, I don't. I said, I got to get out of this before I hurt myself or I hurt somebody. So I go outside. I got the video of this shit too. It's because our, our cries don't leave. It's, it's in my stories. When you got the archive, yeah. Yeah. none of your stories go away. Bro, I went out back to eat my salad, bro. A bird came, a bird came up to me, bro. I'm feeding a bird. Like, birds run from you, bro. Like, a bird is literally and sitting there eating with me, bro. then out of all things you eat in a salad. Right? <laughs> so, when I pull in there, I already messed the truck up. I hit the truck. It it, it, it uh, dented the truck. So, when I finally get out, literally, I got, I made it three, I made it three, I made it about three minutes down the road. I try to run a red light, bro. Well, it wasn't. It was green, and then it turned red. If 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 you in a car, car? if you yeah. in a car, you can make it. But with a truck, man, but a dude, truck, that truck was too man, slow. This dude hit 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 hit, the, hit my gas tank, bro. Oh shit! Gas everywhere on the interstate. I pull over another another five another three four hours. I had to wait until somebody came and got me. Still did it right. The next week or the week that same month, I uh. Uh, I catch a flat tire leaving out of Unify's uh, lot right on Linguistown Road, mm-hmm. and they're like, "How you, you you can drive it back?" I said, "Man, no, not as a safety hazard. Like, you know, it's a safety hazard." So I'm about to drive it back. Uh, I said, "Man, hell no, man. I'm sitting on a clock. I'm just a clock job. Man. I'm wasting my time." I said, uh, "You're gonna have to send somebody to come get me or whatever that nature is, or come." No, they're supposed to send somebody to fix it. Do what they're supposed to do the professional way. They sent another driver for Unify to come get me. And drive that same truck I just caught a flat tire with back to the back joint. to the joint, and we was backing up on the interstate on on Linguistown Road on that oh, busy road. Shit. I said, "Yeah, I'm done, bro." <laughs> In my mind, I said, "I'm done." So anyway, long story short, we backed up, we made it back. I walked straight off the job. Once again, I walked off. Like the manager looking at me, I didn't even say nothing to him. Walked straight off the job. So I told him for that week, it's like a, it's it's like July. It's like August thirtieth something. July 5th is when I can start my 30 days because my son's about to be born. I mean, about to go in. You're about to be born. I get 30 days off. So I told him, man, man, my, my, my mental health ain't, ain't ain't sane since y'all did that. You know what I mean? So he said, all right, yeah, stay off. So July came. I got my 30 days of pay. 
Man, I prayed. I was like, yo, man, God, whatever it is, bro, just make this happen. Give me the sign. Mm -hmm. 30 days, I found a gym. Shout out to Tyree uh, and Mr. Gary. They let me get a gym. They let me rent that for dirt cheap. Uh, and Pooter called me. Pooter got a son, Champ, and a nephew, Bucky. They both play for CD East, uh, baseball players. And then Lonnie called me. Uh, Lonnie got a son that plays football for the New Cumberland Colts right now, still young. They both was basically like, yo, you training my kids. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, yo, I ain't got no spot. I don't know how to do this. Ah, said, man, yeah, you do. The rest is history, bro. No shit. That so awesome. you kind of wasn't history. even. See, I thought I thought it was a, a plan. Hell no, I ain't had no plan. No shit. I ain't it's no plan. It's not yo, no plan. No, because listen, he's saying little slick shit on Facebook. He's he about to get. He, he ain't fucking with the truck and shit anyway. Yeah. So to me, I'm thinking I do do do, and then and then again, he's starting to get back and and shaping shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I'm thinking once he's launching that he's doing the, the fitness training and all, I'm thinking it was just all that. I ain't know he just. Fuck, bro. That shit was not a plan. That's bro. crazy. I prayed. I was like, yo, for 30, I got 30 days to do what I'm going to do. Just help me pay my mortgage for the part I have to pay. I revenue that money for that month. I said, man, fucking right. I'm doing it. Stayed in it. And the rest is like history, bro. I'm only a year in. I'm probably 13 months now because July, something is. That's July was my one year anniversary. It's like yo, man, I saw I post so much stuff now. Like man, you know how much haters it is, bro. They yeah. wonder how y'all. They wonder how I did this in the year. How I'm taking some of their clients. How some of these football players are coming to me. I just want to say it on like the on wax, bro. Like none of y'all niggas, y'all ain't never been through what I've been through, bro. Mm -hmm. Y'all was football players. I was from, and I'm 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 from that. I just so happen to know how to play football. It's a difference. Yeah. So these kids can relate to me in a lot more different way. And I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't give a shit with you, what you are. Five-star, the best player in the world. I'm keeping it real with you. And they respect that part. But they can't because they was failed football players that are failed. Whatever you were, that's trying to train now. I ain't failed like nothing. I want. I, I yeah, I wanted to be in the NFL a little bit more, but I ain't failed, bro. Y'all Most of y'all failed. Right. Never even y'all wasn't even nothing in college, let alone high school. So y'all trying to yell at the kids and shit now, trying to act like y'all know what y'all doing. When in reality, like I'm keeping it real with them, and they know real is rare, bro. Real shit. You can't fake this shit, bro. The difference is they're trying to live vicariously through these children when you actually can't not, fake it. I done it. Do. I right. done it, and you can't fake it's just this a shit. Real passion for just wanting to see people healthy, fit, and hey, bro. and prosper. You don't even understand how much politics is in this. I'm learning it every day. So much politics. There's people that I used to be cool with. Listen. That won't even talk to me no more. Like, I don't you gotta even. You got to speak on it. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm speaking on it. Like, this, this, I'm talk to me no more. If Nas, listen, I be telling Nas. I'm like, yo, since you number one, ever since I put the, the judge on blast. Man, I, mean? I ain't getting into that, I'm just, man. No, I'm that's, just saying. That's so, that's you know, just, I like Hanif. That's just one situation where, again, people don't fuck with me no more because of that. Who's then, Nas? My co-host. Okay. No, okay, but I'll okay. be telling him how it's like politics and all that. Once you get in business, yeah. I don't care if you're doing community events, nonprofits, oh all this shit you think niggas talk all this positive shit. This shit is cutthroat out it, here. It man. really it is. It ain't cutthroat. These niggas hoes. Ooh. That's nah, a better they, way to put it. They just act like hoes about it. No, I ain't. I'm cut like that, bro. You can go, you can go do what you want to do. It, however you're going to do it, let's do it. I'm a trainer, right? But I'm, I ain't your average trainer. So however you want to do it, let's do it. And I know they ain't ready to go there. So I ain't. So you're going to have to keep saying whispers and do what you do. But I'm going to keep going, bro. I'm listen.
Put me under them. That's only how I like. And I, I'm in the training world. What you tell doing? them? Tell them the name of the company and how to how to how to how to sign on. So, uh, name of the company is uh, and this is another funny thing. So it was always struggle to succeed, right? So struggle, and then the number two succeed. Okay. But what ended up happening is peep this story once again. As I know, this is this is God <laughs> plan, bro. I'm uh, I'm leaving a summer workout this summer, and I go. I done had this for like four or five years before I even put it into play. I go, I used to have a clothing, I got a clothing line called Struggle to Succeed, right? I, I yep. feel like, yeah, I feel like his brand has been in a fashion show and I have no idea. Has it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, right? But I'm at a gas station that sheets. I'm dead tired from a workout. I go in there. Uh, well, I sit outside of the gas pump. As soon as I get out the car, five minutes later, I look down to the ground, Struggle to Succeed. Somebody got an LLC of it. Somebody stole the name. It's crazy. I, I promise you nothing. I, I knew nothing about it. it was a dark, it's a dark-ass page. So it's, maybe it was God saying, yo, you need to change that. So now it's Struggle T.O. Succeed. So Struggle to Succeed. And I, that's the website, Struggle to Succeed.com. S-T-R-U-G-G-L-E-T-O. Succeed. S-U-C-C-E-E-D. All in one word. Dot com. So you got meal plans. You got shredded plans. Fat loss plans. Uh Meal plans, whatever you need. And that's how you can get in contact with me. Uh, my email is on there. Also, my Instagram is uh, Ben Like This, B E E N L I K E, this, T H I S. Uh, my business page is Struggle to Succeed uh, Fitness. And uh, yeah, that's how you can get in, in contact with me. Yeah, well, listen, this is real rap. When niggas say he was 260, how much you weigh now? I'm 205. Listen, this was just last year this time. What? You you was what was you at in the in the weight loss journey last year this time? How long did it take you to drop? Oh, I think I was still like in the 220. Two, still. So it took me about a year and a half too. Because I you gotta understand when I went back on that road for that three months, that set me back. That set you back. So you ain't even get a gym. chance to get in the gym. No, so just, that it would have been less time than that. It would have been less time than that. But listen, again. To see the transformation he did to himself, real rap. Got to salute you. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people, especially, again, when you ain't doing nothing and then you driving trucks and all that shit, everybody's putting on weight all crazy and mm-hmm. shit. But because mm. I said I'm going to drop this weight, got in that gym. Discipline. <sighs> Persistence. Consistency. I mean, you know, they can't do this shit. That's why when somebody can't do it, they hate off of it. And then I'm like, man, I'm, like, I don't stop, bro. Like, I, sometimes I work out at two in the morning. I gotta be back up at six. That takes it's an a, hour. So yeah. it's it's a lot of it's a lot of traders out here that that that's in your field. In Harrisburg, I see a lot. Well, I've seen a it's lot. A lot of, it's a lot of it's a lot of gimmicks. That's what I call them. A lot of a lot of wannabes, bro. That you know, I mean, I'm the real one. When nigga taking creatine. Man, I don't take man. I wish I would put creatine <laughs> or, or steroid in my body. You when I mean? was when I first started modeling out here, a lot of the trainers would inbox me when they saw that I was walking runway. A lot of them inboxed me and asked me, like, you trying to change anything? You trying to shape up anything? And I was like, yeah, but I don't work with everybody. I, I just I don't and, and one of the guys who was on our who was on our modeling team happened to be nutritionalist, so he it was he was real helpful when we were modeling and stuff. But nah, you can't work. Not everybody's a great trainer. You 
you got to really be passionate about it, A, and you actually got to want to help the person that you're trying to help. Passionate. If you don't have that, like, I'm not going to... I can tell when somebody's passionate, and I can tell when somebody's just trying to make money off me. Oh, man. That's a lot of them. You can tell, and it's like, yo... I'm doing this for this reason. And if you're not on board for the reason I'm trying to do this, I'm I'm on this journey because I don't want to end up like the rest of the people in my family I've seen. And if you can't understand that, if we not, mm-hmm. I can't work with you. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what's your method to attract new clients? You're going to think I'm lying, bro. Be real. 100%. Just be real. I ain't got no method. You want to you, you know what's the greatest, the greatest, uh, what they call them? Like, not an ad, but the greatest, uh, the greatest promotion. Promotion? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yep. Like, I got all this through word of mouth. All the kids hit me out, like, yo, we want to come train. Like, yeah. And at this point, I didn't train some of the best kids in, around here. And then, you know, the politics come in at whatever high schools they at. They trainers might be like, you can't go back over there. I'm dealing with that every day. Can't go well, back over there, but they still find their way over to me because they well, know it's real. But why? I don't understand why. Are because you, they ain't doing it for the genuine aspect of it. They doing it for, oh, yeah, I train him. When they get to the top, I train him. But guess what? If it's just me, you remember, I trained you. But hold oh, on. Yeah. guess But but guess what, though? Okay. What they Give don't money know. money to the school because we did this for you. What the kids don't know, though, is I'm going forever be here. Them coaches, once you fail, it's a wrap. You're done. No more interest. Man, I ain't hollering at you, bro. It's coaches that I know right now. It's a kid that didn't go to the school that they thought he was going to go to, and they was all hugged up on him, taking pictures. Next thing you know, he ain't go to that school. He ain't want to talk to my mans. And it's like, yo, I haven't even seen this is, that, this is how they, yo, he sold us out. Man, you know like, I mean? you ain't sell nobody out. You a kid, bro. got nothing to do with you. You so devious. How, how they sell you out. You devious. You a chump. That's how I look. You a chump. You do that to a kid, you a chump. You ain't got no principles or morals, bro. No. And this kid, I haven't seen in like two months because he trains with his school now. And, you know, I don't want to say too much, but when I seen him the other day, it's like, yo, he wasn't even going to say nothing to me because they so used of trainers. Once it once they don't train with them, they won't talk to him. Yo, come here. What up, little bro? How you feeling? You know, lighting right up. You could just you could just see they wear so much. They gotta wear that now because you put that onto a that pressure on the on okay. Bro, I don't need you. First of all, I don't I don't I'm cool, bro. I don't I don't need your dollar. Like I don't I ain't doing this shit for no fame. Like I didn't nine times out of ten I'm probably gonna make this farther than ninety percent of y'all ever did. So I'm not trying to rep off of that. So my thing is most of them didn't get that those accolades, so now they're trying to get it through somebody else. I don't need it, bro. I got there. And I'm trying to give it to you on how to get there. And I keep it really raw. And sometimes they be like, damn, I can tell some of these kids they never heard some of the shit I say to them just by the look at their face. But it's like, yo, when they leave, they come back. So and then you got the then you got the, the other side, though, again, from the sports experience and then like your real life experience. Like you said, you've been through some things. You, oh, you've been through, you know, a, a crazy upbringing up until you know what I mean his, his whole life he's he been ups and downs for bro Man. you know what I mean so hell yeah to be able to relate to the kids on that level like again this is life's gonna hit you you know what I mean you just gotta you know what I mean that's 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 a double that's a double edged sword that 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 value you can add and instill yes. in somebody like you that's the biggest value yeah. like the kids don't get that like yeah, at don't. all from home because you hear how you say, and and I, I believe him wholeheartedly. I like again, if 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 
a kid was training with somebody, and then that kid stopped training with him, and then that then that old head of man, you know they fuck young. Yes, boy, they you? do it, bro. I'm and telling you, like, I'm a million like, percent sure. That's it. But that lets you know where where they're doing it from. Because at the end of the day, when you really care about kids, whether you play for my team, whether you training with me X Y Z, you don't play with me no more. Even right. if even if the kid fuck you, I quit and walk off. As as a person that really care about kids, you see that kid a year later, you 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 ain't gonna be like, oh man, fuck him, he he cussed me out. You still gonna you still mad at me? How you doing? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I still do it. It's about caring. You know what I mean? I still like do you said, it, bro. These niggas gonna be caring with. And I be shit. wanting you to play tough too. I like the kids that play tough because it's an image. Because like yo, all sports players want to be rappers, and all rappers want to be sports players. So I, I like to I, I like to preach that. Like soon they act tough, yo. You ever seen a dead body? Cause I did. You ever see? You ever see a shootout? Cause I did. You ever had to do this? Cause I I've did. Seen this much blood? So you sure you, you want to? So, 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 so you sure you? Yeah. So you sure, sure you want to take this path? Yeah. And look them dead in their eyes. You can just see it. They change all because it's not them. It's like yo, if you really went through this, you don't want to do this, bro. You trying to run as far as you away from this? From I that. wish I lived in Central Dolphin, but I had to live in Harrisburg. This is this is what we was. You know what I mean? I wanted to be from the suburbs. I didn't want to be from the city. Yeah. But the city taught you so much, so now I'm dealing with this with my kids. The kids is from the suburbs, but they want to be a little bit. And every chance I get out, man, you never, man, like, you, you don't know nothing about nothing about, nothing about this. Like, man, you what? don't want none of this. I, you don't want this. You, pre- you preach that to, like, like, when you get up out and you, you try and tell your kid, like, yo, I keep telling my nieces and nephews, like, you don't want the life me and your dad saying. Me and your mom saying you don't want none of it. This shit wicked. Like you really want you really want to go back where we was from? I'll take Let's you around see. to them abandoned houses. They don't know. They can't they take know. it. And, and, and they going to see it once they get older when you can, you know what I mean? Because then you can ask them something simple like this. Like once they like 20. You can ask them when they like to. How many of your friends died? Mm-hmm. Like, None. How many people you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> None. Like, we was coming up in high school losing friends and shit, like, to the streets. Like, yeah. I, I remember getting phone calls from my brother, like, when I was back in the day. Like, you know, so-and-so got locked up. You know, so-and-so, you know, he, he's dead now. I got, when I was younger and I was dating out, like, my boyfriend, he was in jail. Like, he called, like, I, I remember getting a phone call, like, the jail brother was like, Mike trying to call you. And I'm like, what? And my mm, brother was like, he locked up. And I'm like. They are iPods in their room. iPods and phones all day, TikToking. Yeah. We was dodging on the floor on 551A. Yeah. We hear gunshots thought, get on the floor. And they still be throwing up gang signs. They ain't man, been around ain't none been of that around shit. Nothing. <laughs> Listen, I got some traveling eight months pregnant having to drop to the floor because the person next door is now being shot next to your apartment building. This is in York or this, Baltimore? This is in Baltimore. This is this is me with pregnant with my baby dropping down to the ground because they are shooting a man at the apartment right next door to mine and this man is now dead hanging out. That wasn't the, the first the time you had to drop on the floor. No, it was not. Yeah, I know. And I guarantee you this. But eight months pregnant? Yeah. That was the scarier part. Which you'll never one thing you'll never forget, and I'm and I'm say this through experience. Like the murder I seen happen at like eleven. The thing you never forget is either the sound from that gunshot, yeah. the person crying out for help, or just vividly seeing it. Yeah. Like, bro, I ain't sleep in my room for, that was like my second, third grade year. I slept second, with my mom. I slept with my mom. I, I slept with my mom for, for a year. <laughs> yeah. And my mom is the one. <laughs> my, mom, my mom was in the newspaper, so I had to go to school and see my mom was in the Sixers. She had a Sixers jacket. Remember, it was red. And she was the one kind of like narrating what happened and things of that nature. So that, and where we from, that's riding. 
So it's like, yo, like, I don't, it's the Nah, that wasn't ratting because she was talking to the news. Man, listen, but that where we that. from, like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> you know that. And, like, the guy was Jamaican and he ran off to Jamaica. They didn't catch him till like, my 12th grade year. And he came back because he felt sorry for, because that was his friend he killed. So for all of them years, oh, like, you just never think, you, you just think he's going to come back. And get my mom type of thing. Or just come to the house or whatever. And I slept right by a window on the third floor. Hell no. Slept with my mom for a year. You don't never forget that stuff, You don't never forget. Listen. Rest in peace to Anne when 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 the situation went. That was right by your crib. Yep. I mean flipped over by the crib. Yeah. That flipped flipped over over right there. So again, you see Domus get out the car. We going to the car trying to help Cuz, and you see Cuz take his last breath. Like, damn, like, <laughs> as a kid though, That's still in high school, That's or this might have been this might have been senior year of high school of the summer. I don't, this is what oh oh three, yeah. That's senior Shotty year. died the same place, right? Rest in peace to him. They died yeah. in the same corner, right? Yep, yep. I would damn, never come up in Baltimore. I never think I hear this about Harrisburg. Like, oh, I, 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 I go down everywhere. Like, smaller, smaller. Yeah. Listen. Small, it ain't even about the size of the town. Wherever it's poverty, cause it's it's crime. It's it's, yeah. it's you know what I mean. So I mean, because you mentioned the wire earlier, right? I remember when I moved out in this area, people asking me like, they're like, oh, where you from?" I'm like, "Oh, but you from Baltimore?" The first thing they would say is, "Oh, you from the wire?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, don't 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 ever." <laughs> well, you know, was I never watched the wire, right? But I think it was Marlo that had a slice on his face. Yeah, you know, his people live back here. No, yeah, no, you talking about um, Michael K. Williams? Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. His people live back. Omar, here. he was always Omar. back here. Omar, yeah. yeah, he was always back here. With matter of fact, he always came. I know him and Chris Hansen was his funeral was here. Like. I didn't know that. I did. Yeah, I ain't know that part either. But I know he always came back. I never got to see him in Harrisburg, but I always seen pictures in Harrisburg because uh, he, 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 him and uh, he be at some pool parties and all that. Handles, shit. him and Handles was really yep. good, was was cool friends from my, from what it looked like off of social media. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what the that's what a nigga you from you from Baltimore? Oh yeah, you from the wide nigga. Baltimore. <laughs> I got yeah. Cheer. I get that all the time. T what you do? Yeah, I'm like, cheer. you know what? Yeah. 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 But listen, anything else you wanna get on, you wanna get out, you know what I mean? I mean Let me ask you this. They sucker free. Let me ask you this. Don't fall into the trap of the haters. Hey. This this is this is a this is an old topic, but I want I want your take on it. Mm-hmm. As far as Coach Prime leaving Jackson State. <laughs> All right. So what y'all thought he was supposed to stay there forever? I think he did what he was supposed to do there. Uh they don't never talk about the background stuff of him getting stuff stolen. Robbed and all that, that shit. Robbed all right. That. They were uh, short on his cash, the college and yeah, shit. Yeah, but, but another thing is, as he moves up and elevates, he can elevate other black young men. That man that probably wasn't going to get that scholarship, he can elevate them. And Prime is who Prime is. Like he, You are who you are. Right. You can elevate and grow, but Prime is who he is. He was always that, he was always that guy that's going to step outside of the zone. And I believe in life, bro, if you... Like for like for me, like on Instagram, like yo, I post hella stuff, but they say with well, the algorithm you're supposed to post at three o'clock, six o'clock, this o'clock. I went from four K to ninety two thousand in what? Less than less than six months. Went from four K to ninety two K. I'm following no fucking algorithm. I'm not following what y'all want me to follow, bro. I'm not doing what y'all want me to but do. Just do me. Do me. That's how I'm going out. That's how we came in, right? If you follow if you follow the masses, then nine times out of ten you're gonna fail, bro. Good luck if you do. 
Because only so many can come out from the masses exactly. going through that plan. I don't blame Prime. Exactly. That plan is not for everybody. You can't live by I that plan. I don't blame Prime, bro. Oh. I did feel some type of way at first, though. If you're being honest, when you first, yeah, yeah I, I ain't gonna front. I did too, and then, and then again, then then you then then then, then, then I got to thinking. It's like ask y'all niggas, shut up. You ain't even go to no HBCU. So how you gonna like make him this, like again? I ain't go to no HBCU. Absolutely. So how I'm a judge? What he did? Oh, then there we go with all this black pride shit. You know, we only got it. You can be there. full of black pride and not have and not necessarily sending yourself. In that situation, no, but that's how niggas just jumping. Like again, they criticizing. Oh, you leaving the HBCU to go to the white school? Do 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 do. And it's like, the, man, listen again. I don't uh, know the funniest part. Fuckers ain't go to no HBCU. Why mm-hmm. you judging that man? That's a fact. You know the funniest part about anything. And I'll leave it with this. We played Buffalo Bills. Uh, D'Angelo Williams. Uh, he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame, more than likely. Uh, it was me, Le'Veon Bell, Roosevelt Knicks. Uh, Josh Harris. Yeah, me, Le'Veon Bell, D'Angelo Williams, and Roosevelt Knicks. We're sitting at a table. And Y'all the running backs? Was the running backs at the time. So, like, yo, it was timing for me, too. Like, I, I was, it was, that like, was two, of the, listen. two of the best backs in the league. At yeah. So, I was, like, I was already slim to short, right? Uh, but if I'd been on another team, I'd, yeah, I'd still fly out of Yeah, and I was just listen, bad place, you, bad time. That was, because, again, like, you – Damn. Yeah, yeah. Like, you blaming these. I'm like, hold on. These is the niggas you had to compete against? Nah, what that's the a fact. fuck? Uh, but, yeah, we in, we in a Buffalo barbecue spot. But that place was banging, too. I guess they known for barbecue down in Buffalo. Uh, bar, like, ribs and shit, right? So, we sitting at the table. And Le'Veon's super hot at this point. Like, I'm talking about, like, he, he, he the best back in the league. Kids coming up, adults coming up. And uh, he's signing autographs. D'Angelo pauses it. He the vet at this time. Yo, we eating. Le'Veon like, no, nah, it's it's cool. Nah, hell no, it ain't cool. <laughs> Get away from the table. We eating. Once everybody left and he chilled out, he say this. Now it'll, it'll always stick with me. Those same motherfuckers trying to interrupt you from your peace and your regular life is the same people that bash you, whether you up or you down or doing the right thing or the bad thing. Everybody always got an opinion. So right. fuck them. That's exactly what he said. And he's a real, he, he a real unspoken guy. Like, he, like he, he gonna say what he say, and he mean what he say. And from there, I was like, ooh, this coming from a guy that's been in the league thirteen years, been through some, he shit. he been through some shit. He's so, seen some things, yeah. So same things, thing yeah. with, with Prime. The same people that was bashing him was already bashing you anyway when you was at Jackson State. Oh, he getting all these good players to go there, and so you never gonna win, bro. It's always opinionated. Fuck your opinions. You can't please everybody. Can't please can't everybody. Please Once everybody. you learn that, bro, you be good. And like I always say, accept me for who I am or I don't want to be around you neither. I don't care if you got a million dollar gig. I'm going to start posting that right there every day of the week. Yeah. yeah. It's just like for the, like, like, like for, like if, if a gym owner wanted me to come in tomorrow because of, he see what I do. Like love me for my work. Don't love me for my personal life, bro. My personal life is my personal life. I am who I am. I ain't changing that for nobody. No dollar. Put me under. Once again. That's what I stand on. Put me away. Stand for something, you'll fall for anything. All right, man, I'm standing for everything I believe in. Yo. I done been to the bottom. Fuck it. Take me back. I'll find a way. You found a way out. I'll and find a way. To the I, clock I, stop. I model the people that have really, really been in the trenches and worked their way out. You got to admire them because, listen, if they ever get back, they'll know how to get out again. Listen. Trenches. Listen. You heard him. The doctor said we just going to cut your foot off from the toe to the ankle. ankle. Yes. 
They was ready to snatch away your life before, like, really? To 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 make things go quicker. Getting drafted by the Steelers and at least having the opportunity. Yep, you know what I mean? That at least that, that at least like again to to, to see the highest level of the uh, you know what I mean of your love and your passion. Like you at least like you say, of course you wanted to have a career, retire, a dream, but you know at at least you got to appreciate the opportunity and, and at least get the experience. That shit. Nine percent of people don't get there. And another thing, right. that's the biggest love I ever received. Around that time, hell yeah, that's the biggest love I ever received. I'm so glad. Now speaking of it, man, because everybody. Oh my gosh! I had cousins out of nowhere. I had somebody text me middle of camp. Hey, I'm down here at Duquesne University, which is in Pittsburgh. Hey, you might not know me, but I'm your cousin. Could you could you please pay for my semester because they trying to kick me out? Man, I don't even fucking know you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bro, it, it get wicked, bro. So like, I I, listen. Niggas think that money coming, cause like. Yeah, they already got you as a millionaire when you ain't even a millionaire. You don't know how much I made. I mean, yeah, you don't know how much I made. They will, but they, the hand is always out. Yeah, I don't know you, though. Ready to receive. Like, I don't owe you nothing. I don't. Yeah, I don't owe you nothing. I ain't I ain't shy to show who I am. Like, I ain't never been that person you about to bribe or, or lead into something. Like, I done hung around real deal people. Like, and I still never was influenced by them. To the, where the masses is scared of these type of people. Man, I ain't. Take it how it is. Mm. But listen, we thank you for kicking it with us, cousin. Love, man. I know that time be tight, so for you to give us an hour and a half, two hours, we definitely appreciate it. Nah, love, bro. You know. I appreciate y'all. Listen. Appreciate y'all. Y'all heard him. Struggle to succeed. You can find that struggle fitness. to succeed. Hold on. Is it the struggle to succeed fitness or uh, struggle to Instagram. succeed? Instagram. Instagram, struggle to succeed fitness. Uh, website is www.struggletosucceed.com. And uh, okay, my main website. page has been like this, all in one word, one word. I had this name since, literally, since Instagram started. Never changed my name. Been like this. It's for a reason. I I've been some, like this. Yo, somebody was talking shit about race, and did, did, did that shit ever pop off? Somebody was saying something slick about the race. A few people, they know better than that. I, man, I, you I still stand, lace them up? I still, I'm, I stand on this shit. They know better. I'm in the gym every day. Like, I, ain't, I don't take no days <laughs> That off. wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be fair. They know they know better. I love everybody though, but they know better. No doubt. And not put no money up. Bye bye. Give me that. Huh. Sierra Diamond. Yes. You enjoyed this episode today? I did. You know what? I told you I don't know nothing about sports, but I I stay listening all the time. No doubt. Yeah, you you sitting with a legend here. Yeah. Motherfucking chairs. Struggle to succeed, y'all, again. Y'all want to get some kids tuned up, even you personally. Mom, dad, the, the student athlete, whoever. Y'all know I ain't bring you nobody that's bullshit. So check out the check out the website. Check out the IG. And, and you can see the work, you know what I mean? He'll show you his personal journey, you know what I mean? And then he'll show you, you know, some of the work that him and his clients is putting in, but... It's about being fit, being healthy, and succeeding, right? You better pay for it now or pay for it later. Just like that. But listen, it's episode 133. Let's close your ears. We thank y'all for listening. Peace. <laughs>